What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Hi there, it's Paul, and you're listening to What the Footy, the podcast that takes football fans behind the scenes. Here is what I have lined up for you to capacity to think out of the box. Um, yeah, I'm happy to to see that uh, what we did uh, six years ago is now kind of uh, must do. In today's episode, I sit down with Fabian Allegra, Chief Brand Officer at Paris Saint-Germain, a pioneer, an innovator, and a mastermind within his industry. Since getting involved with Paris Saint-Germain in 2008, Fabian has played a key and pivotal role in groundbreaking collaborations with Nike Jordan, Dior, Bape, and Levi. In today's episode, we discuss how and why the Jordan collaboration came about, why storytelling and authenticity is the key to everything that PSG have done and achieved, how and why they continue to lead the way and their ambition to continue to be the club for the next generation. Guys, I hope you love this episode, not like it. I hope you love it. So you know what to do. Download, subscribe, rate and review, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. I knew some other guys liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school, now it's a bit Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that, but then also they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know, one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. Yeah, so Let's just win this to appease the fans. Fabian, welcome to the What The Footy podcast. It's a real privilege to be able to interview you. Thank you. Thank you to you. I'm, I'm not, it's not a privilege. It's uh, really appreciated from, from you guys. No, brilliant. But we start off the show with this question, which is what is football to you, a business or a sport and why? First of all, it's uh, emotion, you know, and uh, it's about community. And that's why... Uh, yeah, we, we, and I love football as well, you know. I see that you sort of had a music background before you went into PSG as sort of chief brand officer. Just sort of talk to me about why you wanted to get involved in PSG, what the sort of the brief and the remit was when you sort of got involved with, with uh, Qatar Sports Investment. I had the chance to, to start in the club in 2008. So bef- before the takeover of the, um, actual chairman, you know, Nasser Al-Khalaifi. And uh, believe me, at, the, at this time, it was not the same, you know, Paris Saint-Germain. Um, but as, as a fan of, uh, as a fan, as, as a citizen of uh, Paris, the city, um, and due to my background, which is like really a, a niche into this, uh, let's say, before we call it marketing world, um, the project on the brand was, was something for me, which, made totally sense and uh, and then of course um after 2011 when uh, our chairman took over the club the project was uh, really clear and and it was uh, and we have this chance to get like uh, even him on board from day one and having this same vision until now you know which is like to make paris saint-germain one of the top franchise in, in the world, but at the same level to make Paris Saint-Germain as a global brand. So that's made a kind of echo in, in my you know, head. And, um, and yeah, he's really into all the project of 
brand diversification and and uh, we build to together based on on his uh, strategy and vision of uh, Paris Saint-Germain football club yeah that's that's quite fascinating and sort of for you in terms of brand diversification what does that sort of include and mean for you because a lot of the time you can see with different football clubs, there's new trends start to come in, whether that's NFTs, everyone wants to sort of jump on, on what's new and what's hot. We're seeing, obviously, music is a big part of it now, fashion, digital art, esports. What's the main sort of focus for you? I think that we, we need to, to take a step back and and, and the first signal that we, we sent was really to Blessing Paris at the heart of the, of the club project. Um, and, and at the same time, uh, try to build a name of ourselves, you know, so, and, and thanks to this, once again, to this vision, um, we, we, we build a, a kind of strategy and plan around that and, and having this different vertical, which at the end, we're talking about cult culture. Um, and yeah, so we were maybe the first to move into all this uh, uh, fashion, music, uh, art, uh, and innovation stuff from from day one, even if it's taking a it's a it's a, a long journey, I will say. Um, but we we always try to spot the difference, and and maybe compared to the other club, uh, we we still and we will be forever the youngest uh, club in the big European football club, which means that for us uh, we have our own singularity. We have something really precious is agility as well you know um capacity to think out of the box um and yeah i'm happy to to see that uh, um what we did uh, six years ago is now kind of uh, must uh do for some other club um but i think that yeah if you are it's it's different to be the first and the leader on this one than being the challenger. Even if sometimes the challenger could be a better position, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the way we are. Now that's really interesting because I've always uh, found it quite fascinating how if you look across the world, football's one of the biggest sports across the world. But if you were to ask anybody what's the most iconic sports logo in history, they'll probably tell you. Uh, the New York Yankees and that interlocking of the N and the Y. But if you ask people, do you watch baseball or do you know about baseball? Well, a lot of them will tell you they don't even understand how baseball works, but that logo is just so iconic across the world. Just, just sort of talk to me about how you guys have sort of tried to, to create uh, Paris Saint-Germain to be, to almost be like the New York Yankees, but for football, because some of the stuff that you've been doing with I think the Jordan collaboration, that cross collaboration with with basketball and basketball was massive over in obviously America and China. So that ability to sort of tap into different audiences. How, how have you sort of guys approached that and and, and what made you want to work with uh, with Jordan? The most important for, for us was to, and that's more and more today, was to, to um, attract, consider and retain um, our fans from uh, everywhere and um, having any kind of, uh, uh, you know, passion. So it could be passion around football, for sure, first of all, and, 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 but could be also about gaming, could be also about uh, music, art, fashion. Um, and and that's, <clears throat> that's why I think that our project is, is really different from, from, uh, 
from the other one because from day one, um, uh, we 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 wanted to be a kind of um, um, cultural hub of cultural expression dedicated to the new generation. That was really the high, the idea behind uh, what we what we've done, um, and of course, uh, such big collaboration with. Michael Jordan, I mean, was like the first ever the, the create a kind of big bang, you know, uh, um, for sports brand. How can you bridge basketball and, and football? You know, it's like not the same kind of culture, but what we're trying to do is, is also to bridge in community. Um, and and um, uh, we, and I believe strongly that uh, uh, for me, streetwear, what we call the streetwear is 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 not is not a trend you know it's not only fashion it's about community and people and fans at the end no that's that's really interesting because i think one of the hardest things with sort of football is a is a sort of of, of an area when you're trying to look at stuff like brand building and sports marketing is that football is very tribal like for example i'm a, i'm an arsenal fan and like arsenal fans wouldn't wear a real madrid shirt wouldn't wear um a different kind of club's merchandising but the way in which you guys have been able to do those collaborations with Bape, with Levi, with Jordan, and obviously now with, with Dior as well, is you're almost breaking breaking that mold. And um and and, and like I sort of mentioned to you at the start, which we're, we're seeing more and more sort of clubs kind of follow this way. But but why do you think it's taking clubs such a long time to kind of to almost go down this route? Because as I sort of mentioned earlier, like in, in American sports, you look at the, the Yankees, the Lakers, the Chicago Bulls, it's, this is very, 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 very popular and big over there. Because, because I think for only one thing, each story that, that, that you have need to be really authentic. And, and, uh, and that's it. You, you, you cannot take the, the fan slash consumer as a fool, you know? And, and in each of our collaboration, uh, of course, some of them didn't work well, <clears throat> but it's always true and based on the, on the real, it's not doing stuff for doing stuff. I mean, <clears throat> we act, and especially nowadays, we don't need anymore. You know, we have the, this kind of uh, footprint all around the world, um, but we continue. And of course, we, have, um, uh, we are super happy to, to get this exclusive deal with Jordan. We are more than uh, honored to be a part of uh, the Dior family as well, you know. But at the same time, we we always try to 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 highlight some cool and, and niche brands, you know, when it comes to fashion. <clears throat> um, we did like something with Trois Paradis. Uh, the 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 last one was with Clown Skateboard, you know. Um, so it's also the capacity of Paris Saint-Germain to spray our uh, vision of the brand um, to different kind of audience and, and trying to get, thanks to this approach, trying to get, uh, to have the capacity to, to, to um, understand the code of the new generation. Because what is a fact for me is like Paris Saint-Germain is the only club of the new generation. Uh, we will be in the couple of months, uh, we'll have the chance to get like the new training center, you know, which will be the first of the new generation of training center. So it's, and, and as, as you were mentioning about NFT, I mean, uh, um, for us, it was not, I mean, 
it was like easy to understand because we we were the first to move into e-sport e in 2016. Um, if you look at what is the NFT stuff, you can you can just uh, put it in a, another world and, and go into Dota games and see that the skin exists since many many years, and and that's it. So so you know it's uh, um, um, yeah the the our capacity to um, get this stability in the in the management in the vision as well you know and 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 yeah and follow the road you know like on, on once again which is like a long journey but uh, yeah no that's that's really useful and, and when you sort of look back because as you sort of mentioned you've been involved with Paris Saint-Germain since 2008 when you sort of look back at the success of what you built and what you've created what you sort of pin down as the the sort of the key driver to this success do you look at it and almost look at it from the angle of the ability to tell that story of being the only sort of club in Paris and Paris being a sort of a key city when it comes to fashion and culture do you look at it as being able to have players like David Beckham, uh, Ibrahimovic, Lionel Messi, or do you look at it from having been able to, to almost have that cross-culture with getting people like Travis Scott and Beyonce to be sort of wearing the merchandise as well? I, I will say that's a mix, but uh, but uh, in principle, the two first things that you mentioned, I mean, first of all, Paris Saint-Germain is still a, a sports club, I mean, uh, 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 with different sports, you know, and not only football, um, and, and of course, the fact that our chairman give us also the the the, uh, the chance, let's say, to get like on pitch David Beckham, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, uh, Thiago Silva, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. Um, you know, it's like it's 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 something to get the uh, uh, to be the only football club in the city, which we are compared to you know. UK uh, especially um, so that's really an advantage but then of course the fact that having these uh, play players wanted to play to, at Paris Saint-Germain and believe in the Paris Saint-Germain project as well uh, that's that's helped us a lot I mean of course to grow the awareness of, of the of the brand that's that's first I will say for a sports club on the pitch you know um and that's maybe more the case for football than um um than baseball maybe when you were mentioning new york, new york Yankees, baseball was not enfin, is not so popular in 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 france especially football starting to be a little bit more popular in uh, in us thanks to the women's football teams as well you know so so yeah it's it's not only one city, one club, fashion, cultural hub. No, it's first of all the capacity of the chairman to say, we're going to buy the club. Okay, we're going to invest a lot, which is the case. And, and we're going to have the most important player in the world. That's, that's useful. But yeah, just uh, before I ask you a final question, just some quick fire questions. Uh, what's been your favorite ever uh, Paris Saint-Germain brand collaboration? Wow. <laughs> All of them are really uh, special for uh, for for me and for the team, you know. Um, do you have one that you're most proud of, or like a one that you can talk about, like your first ever one that you did, or or? Um... No, I think that it's the overall project. 
uh, and I'm not the one, the only one to work on this project. Huh? Um, it's a, it's a real teamworks, you know, and and uh, um, I will say, yeah, that's it's really the overall, you know, the 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 journey once again from uh, 2011 until 2020 21 or you know uh, 22 um, is like working with uh, niche brands, having this uh, collaboration with Jordan, then Dior, Christelle Cochet in another you know, um, um, category, let's, well, not category, but uh, in, uh, in another field. Um, making this bridge also with a, a, a Chinese uh, singer, uh, Jay Shu on the NFT is like coming from, yeah, you know, like uh, uh, having this project related to the academy, uh, um, which is like a, a strong pillar of uh, how Paris Saint-Germain build their um, footprint in different key countries for us. Yeah, it's uh, it's the whole trip. <laughs> um, no, that's good. And uh, have you ever got to meet Michael Jordan? And if so, what yeah. was he like as a person? Yeah, this is, I'm not like a, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan, of course. And that was like really, wow, I've got like the, yeah, I have the chance to to get my picture with him. <laughs> what was he like as a person? What was he like? Inspiring with a lot of respect. And and I mean, we're talking about Michael Jordan, you know, so it's, yeah. uh, there is not so many iconic um, athletes like like him. You know, it's um, the way he's saying about why why Paris Saint-Germain, you know, it's 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 really yeah it's it's a big honor it was like really a big honor yeah, due yeah. to what we've done in the past you know also and our capacity to be like uh, really linked to the city and um and once again to the community and not only the football community which which sort of area do you see is the next big big growth area and brand diversification within within sports and football I think that the, the 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 yeah the next topic will be really the metaverse um, because that's that's a wide uh, you know area. Um, I don't believe in this uh, expert or people. You know, it's like uh, we we always learn, and and that's why it's, once again uh, Paris Saint Germain was the first to move into this area through the sponsoring. Uh, through also our initiative on on the NFT um, side, yeah, I think that uh, we we I'm not talking about it as a, as a uh, return on investment or whatever, but also our capacity as the club of the new generation to to learn more about our fans and our next fans, which is key for the club of the new generation. So we we need to 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 really go deep into this, you know, new kind of uh, uh, world, because that will be one of the components for the, the future, like for sure. No, that's good. What advice do you have for someone that's building a brand, whether that's a personal brand or a business brand? To be true, uh, first, to have this capacity also to uh, be open to, you know, any other comments and and 
and really to to take care of his community like yeah that's that's um and to engage you know them into the project i'm not saying that it has to be a collaborative project but yeah focus on the fans on the consumer let's say for a brand and uh yeah and be be true for me no that's that's super useful uh fabian uh, but we'd like to end the show with this question which is what the footy needs to change or happen within your space <laughs> it's a tough question <laughs> well it's a tough question maybe to be a little bit more conscious of of the 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 challenge that all together we need to face i mean i mean not especially on football not you know on 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 this side you know when it comes to sustainability thing that at the end as we're talking about a kind of entertainment you know um we need to be like a, a kind of uh, example for you know the next generation and and uh, responsible for that i mean um it's not only about a show, you know, it's like, uh, um, yeah, and giving back to the community as well. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's super useful, man. But I appreciate you uh, spending time to, to sort of sit down with me. I've been trying to, trying to get you on the podcast for quite a while, Fabian, and uh, great to have your insight into, into PSG and, and all the amazing, amazing work that you've been doing there. Over no, the thanks. And uh, really sorry for the delay. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. When I started the pod back in early 2020 and had the idea in the back end of 2019, this is the level of episodes that I wanted to bring to you with top quality C-suite execs across football from all different departments and yeah i hope you loved it and guys please 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 remember to subscribe on your chosen podcast platform to hit five stars as well appreciate the love every time hit me up and i'll be back in a fortnight for the next episode have a blessed week peace and love every time let's go what the footy what the footy what the footy what the footy Knew Sam Allardyce liked me, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Imagine being a kid in primary school, now to put in Powerful people, and I think they need to recognise that, but then also they need to be represented the right way. Sport in general is nothing without fans. Uh, based on you know, one single source of revenue alone, that being the TV. So when in the league, let's just win this to appease the fans.